0: Do you have a type three determined child? I'm pretty sure you're making one, if not all, of these mistakes. Welcome to the Child Whisper podcast. Nine, I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle Brown. Nine, five. They are the child that come with a substantial energy that they push forward in life. In fact, Ann, let's read right from the Child Whisper book the description of the Type 3 Determined Child.
1: They are strong, dynamic. They have a push of Niagara Falls. These kids are determined. They have a swift quality about them, and they're physical. They're physically drawn to the world. Their primary need is to challenged and have new experiences with the support of their parents. And that leads right into mistake number one is being thwarted is the word we've used before and not recognizing their need
0: for results. That they've started something with a mission in mind, so to speak. As
1: a type 3, do you relate to this? You start things to finish them. I still
0: feel it if your dad like suggests I do something different or stops what I'm sharing or corrects me mm-hmm. or... Well, I've learned
1: in like, the many ah! years of working together, like, you'll share an idea, something you're excited to do, and I could meet you immediately with, like, my questions or why I don't think that would work. And I've learned a better response is whether or not that actually, like, moves into action is yeah. cool. Okay, just keep it open. And then when we need to actually start Make taking steps, then we can have a more, like, discussion and ask the questions in right. that setting. So that's your first tip. It's well, just... T- Be open. Okay. And how you
0: can be is type threes will share it in a way as if we're convinced your children will say things in a way that they've already decided they're going to do something. And yet they haven't necessarily been that affirmative in their own mind, but they're going to talk about it like, oh, this is happening when maybe it isn't. So
1: yeah, they speak with passion and that passion. I've I've learned this with my type three husband of that, like, wow, you're really going to do all these things. And I've learned over the years, like, you're just talking. Like, yeah, he's a big talker. you're just talker. sharing
0: your idea, yeah. what you're thinking about. So tell yourself that when you're when it, your type 3 child is with great assurance and confidence saying, yeah, this is going to happen, and I'm going to do this. Say it as, yeah, in that moment they may think that, but there's room still for direction and feedback and it to change.
1: And... I know you've experienced this. If you're a parent of a type three child, when you say no, they follow up, they're going to push harder and push and push and push. So you really, I've learned as a type two, I really need to be grounded in my no or to give an explanation as to why or to be able to say yes to like a later time or mm-hmm. something. So, I have a couple of stories here. My daughter loves to draw, and she's actually pretty good for her age. You know, she'll get really creative and do these cute Mm -hmm. drawings. We were on a recent trip with a bunch of different families, and she drew a bunch of pictures and then she put prices next to them and she wanted to sell them. And I was feeling a little bit embarrassed that I was like, I don't want to go around to my friends and asking them for their money, but like, whatever, they don't have to buy them, okay? So, and some of them were like, a dollar twenty five for a <laughs> paper, for a little drawing, and so I was like, oh, just feeling like I needed to like direct this, but I just decided to just let see it go it and see what happened. So she brought one to me, and I bought one for a dollar twenty five, and then she went to. Another adult and they bought one for twenty five cents and she went to another one and they bought one for a dollar. She ended up making like over four dollars by selling a couple of really? her little drawings.
0: But how did the adults react to it? Like Well, oh. some was
1: like, Oh, I don't have my money on me, but these are so pretty. Um and then one was like, Sure, I'll get one and went and got a dollar, you know, so it was like I just, you know, Supporting yeah, you, as a parent, you could feel, yeah, and she's, like, always, going, like, how can I make more money, you know? So, type three of her. <laughs> yeah. There was a time where, like, she wanted to sell eggs to all the neighbors, and we felt that, like, her knocking on the door, like, once a week might be a little bit too much, so we set up, like, a Facebook, you know, we put out a post there. So, there have been times where I have redirected, but that mm-hmm. was an example in a moment where I was nervous. Of her push forward energy, mm-hmm. but it ended up being okay. And I just let her take, and I gave her I gave her some communication skills. I said, well, go up and say, well, can I interest you in a drawing? <laughs> She's like. So
0: not to put them yeah. on the spot.
1: Another area where it didn't work out so well was when I caught her lighting matches in her room. So yeah, in the past, thing. we've lit matches and I've been there and they like to blow them out or light candles. And then I put them all away. And um, we were lighting some candles in her room. I took the matches with me. Unbeknownst to me, she got the matches back out. I came into her room. It smelled like smoke, and I said, "What have you been doing?" And she heard from me very sternly as to why that's not a good idea. The next morning, she asked if we could light candles again. I said no, and she asked again, "No, no, no." Later that a couple hours later, she was downstairs lighting matches by herself, and I was like, "Why would she do this again?" And She had made some bad choices in that regard. But I think also in when I had said no earlier in the day, I could have said no, but let's make a plan for when we can. Because I thought to myself when I was like, why did you do that? And I answered my question because you would have said no if I asked again. (laughs) Did she say that to you? (laughs) No, she was just more embarrassed by the fact that she'd been caught. It's hard to hide lighting matches they smell. So uh, a couple of things as a parent that I could have done, I could have hid them completely. And that's what I did after I put them up really high place where she won't know to get them. Or I just know when I'm dealing with a type three in the saying, no, if I say no, 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 they're going to just do it themselves or they'll get so stifled that they will explode and it will become an explosive reactive response. And so Mm -hmm. and when you really need to say no, be more firm in that. And if you can be more open and say yes to a later, make that apparent to your child, make a plan so that you can, they know that they'll be supported mm-hmm. in what they want to move forward on.
0: Yeah, it's a great example. The second mistake you could be making is constantly disciplining them for getting into things or starting projects or doing, like you've said, uh, doing something they were told they can't do. Those are all variables of the same thing, which is they're getting into trouble.
1: I think this has to do with the hands-on quality of Mm -hmm. type 3 children where they just want to be into stuff. If you have a child that's type 3, you know that this starts at a young age. They will crawl over things. They will get into things. My type 3 one-year-old is so hands-on, even more than my daughter was, my type three daughter, Mm -hmm. he gets into everything. And so rather than telling him no all the time, I can use child locks and I can put things up and out of the way. He would always get into our garbage. And so our garbage ended up on the counter or I was trying to Mm -hmm. shut the door enough or tell him no. I finally, I bought a garbage with a lid on it problem solved so like mm-hmm. as a parent you can make smart choices to support your child so you're mm-hmm. saying no less about getting into things i think that's the easiest thing they um my sister did this with her type 3 son he wouldn't go to bed he would stay up and get into his toys she took all the toys out of his room mm-hmm. out of sight out of mine is a great mm-hmm. motto for type 3s
0: Ben as they grow older and if they do start projects when they've been It's like your example with the matches. If you've said no, where is the yes they get to move forward on? That they can be doing things that support their nature that are hands-on. So make sure that is happening, that you're supporting that movement by being agreeable. And maybe that means driving to the store and getting supplies. Maybe that means helping them get something going so they can then work on it on their own. We have other podcasts you can listen to, like helping children take risks in a manner that's safe, where your type 3 child is going to fit that category the most. So how can you set it up so you're saying yes to more things than saying no to more things?
1: Let's keep this conversation going, but first, we've got a special message for our listeners. Knowing your type and your child's type changes everything, doesn't it? It helps you to understand one another better. It can help your outside, too. When you wear clothes that express your type, you feel better, you look better, and people understand you more easily, including your kids. Carol Tuttle created the Dressing Your Truth program to help you dress true to your type and create a personal style that expresses who you really are. The best part? You can learn all the basics for free. Start loving how you look and feel at dressingyourtruth.com.
0: This is a very damaging experience I encountered as a type 3 child, and it tends to happen more often if you have what we consider the lower movement parents of a type 2 or a type 4, and that is shushing your type 3 child. We have a louder volume to our voice. We have more of a substantial movement in how we move through the world, and we're not trying to be louder than anyone else. It's just sometimes we are. I experienced this recently on an airplane where the type three woman behind me sounded like she was yelling <laughs> on the phone to somebody. And I'm like, she has no idea. You've how. been that
1: lady before. Yeah. On an airplane, and I know right? in that
0: moment, I'm pro- I've done that unknowingly probably more times than I care to remember. And yet she... I said to my husband, she has no idea how loud she is, this kind of volume, the substance. You've used
1: boombox as a a reference. That really is when my type three daughter gets to, people just recognize that bigger energy, that bigger volume.
0: Yeah. People will say about Katie, she's got a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, like she's really got a big presence Mm -hmm. because there is that substance to it. So, you know, shushing is a way to alter that. It's feedback. Shh. But in my experience of being shushed a good portion of my life, even into my adult years from my mother, I do not find it to be supportive. So what are other options? Yeah, we're like, (laughs) shh. Yeah, we had some funny conversations around a type two can't say what they really want to say. Shut up. Shut up. So they go, shh. So what are some other options, Anne? Because there's... There's op- There are situations where it is appropriate to give feedback. Oh, yeah. I
1: think you just go, like, what's the end result you want? This is a place where you be- need to be quiet. You need to bring the volume down. I think, mm-hmm. Would that be a more supportive phrase? Bring yeah, the volume down? Yeah, just say,
0: um, well, a lot of parents, we need to use our inside voices. Yeah, that's a good option. And so a way that just clues them into in this setting, it's better if I keep my voice down or I'm mindful of how I'm talking. Now, if you're shushing your type 3 children in your own home, Maybe you just need to get a pair of earplugs.
1: Hey, okay, I've tried that more recently as we've been talking. Did you? Yeah, they weren't noise canceling officially. Like I think. Well, those you want to be add. able to yeah. hear something. So you want to muffle it. Yeah, it was nice. It was just some headphones um, that just kind of muffled and softened the noise. And my daughter loves to turn her music up loud and dance around the house. And rather than me being
0: like. Stop, turn
1: it off. Yeah. I just put my headphones on. I could still hear when she was they talking work? to me. Yeah, it was great. Okay, I there love you know. that. So. Yeah,
0: because to ask your child to have to accommodate you too often, I, you know, again, a home setting, there's a balance can, to all yeah. this. But if you're just frazzled and tired and you're now like, ah, oh, let's say you are a working mother, you go home and you just don't want the noise level. There's things you can do to make the adaptation without asking your child Mm. to accommodate you. So again, it's that balance. You're asking your child, your type three child to change who they are to accommodate you more often that's now sending a message that it's not okay to be you. And
1: this was the balance I struck just the other day. We were eating and she had some loud music on and I just, that was the eating and everyone at the counter doing, it was just too much. So I said, we're going to turn this off. And then after eating was done, and I was cleaning up. Did you put your headphones back on? T- yeah, so she could turn it back Does up. Did she and know if I was st- putting the headphones the- yeah, on? Yeah, she's like, "What are you doing?" And she said, "It's too loud. I'm softening the noise." And she knows that's a she knows type. That's one of her. Yeah, MOs. that teaches type her. Type threes love to be loud. I love to be loud. I'm a type three. Well, so she, it's, it's a like subliminal
0: soft. teaching moment where you're saying. It's good to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And I'm not asking you to do that for me. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's healthy actually.
1: And it's interesting just to see the tendencies like well, you know, I turn up the music in our car when we're headed out as a family and and we can only, my type 2 son and I can only take it for so long and right. her yelling he's like Katie stop my ears are hurting. <laughs> so
0: funny. You got You definitely
1: just these tendencies really three happen. Three type 3s and two type
0: 2s in the family. Yeah. Well, look at these different scenarios. Which mistakes are you making? If you're making all three, just choose one to move forward on. Make sure you correct the all three of them, but just choose the one that you feel is presenting itself the most, that you're like feeling that tinge of, uh, we could say guilt, but we'll say inspiration. <laughs> that inspiration to make a change in your approach to this so that you don't leave your child wounded, having to heal from this later in life. You love your type 3 children. They're very dynamic. You know they're going to grow into their energy more and more and really make a difference in the world. So what can you say to them today, this week, that validates their true nature? Remember, there's a lot of positive affirmations that have been written for your type 3 child. So go to get your cheat sheet And start using those words of validation by acknowledging them with phrases of affirmation. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're
1: listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?